BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening, and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. Hey, welcome back to Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor Strecker. Joining me again this week is my beautiful wife, Taylor Donahue. Hey, wifey, hey. Hello. Um, because this is part two of our Rome trip, Stasi wedding, our faux honeymoon, honeymoon recap. Because last episode, all we did was talk about Puerto Rico. We only talked about before we left. Literally. So we've got to cover our flight to Rome because it was a vibe. There's a story with it where we stayed, where we ate all of our favorite places, a little bit of what we wore because it's kind of difficult to do like an outfit breakdown. We might do something on the Hey Girl Hey VIP for the Patreon um, with like visuals of that because it's a little difficult to break down outfits in audio. audio but um yes we and then what else i mean obviously we'll talk about the wedding oh me officiating we got to get to that we'll talk about the vatican tour that we took we really don't need to though we, we could though you want to just so you bored me with it in person you bored amanda hirsch with it at dinner <laughs> that was demoralizing <laughs> uh and you want to bore the audience now with it sure i guess uh i'll <laughs> I'll talk about it on my Instagram. <laughs> if anyone has any questions, just come to me. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into it because I know we want to, like, listen, we could really stretch this out for, like, a month long with the podcast, but we're not going to do that, right, We're going to wrap this one up. All right. So let's get first things first. We flew first class. So basically what we're going to do is everything you saw on Instagram, we're going to explain in good, great detail. So, yes, Puerto Rico happens. Now we're we're all good. We're going to Rome. It's going to happen. So... Our flight was on a Sunday. We landed on a Monday morning. That's the way you do it. If you're going to fly to Europe, you want to go overnight. But when you land, you cannot go to sleep until as late as humanly possible. So, well, we did well. Um, <laughs> true, true. We'll get to that. So, first things first, we had a flight. Um, Tay and I went back and forth about first class. I want to be, I, like, super clear. I've only flown first class a handful of time in my life, handful of times, I've flown privately as well, but there are very extenuating circumstantial things to that as well. Like, I am not somebody who grew up flying private or flying first class. Like, my mom thinks first class is, like, like literally sacrilegious. Like, she's she hates, she's disgusted by it. By first class? 
She just thinks it's such a waste. Well, yeah. It, I mean, you yeah. should do it if you can use points. It's a, it's, right. so, it's insanely expensive. So basically, we were looking at first class tickets, and they were like four or five thousand dollars each person each, each way. way. So we were like, I mean, in the, no world can no we world. afford that. No Let's world. Let's just get a PJ at that point. No, a hundred percent. Or I'm going Emirates, and I'm going to Dubai. That's the thing too. Like. I'm not doing Delta f- one. Delta, you're great, but Jesus Christmas. No like, offense. let's yeah. get real here. I mean, because I need t- to be getting like a foot massage. Well, like your friend, and a sponge bath. Rachel just got married and is on her way to literally Dubai, and they got upgraded, and their airplane looked like fucking insane. Sh- like they're on Emirates, right? Yeah, they've got to be. So, like their first class, like ours was great, but like they're literally experiencing something that I can't, I can't even begin to imagine. So she had her own mini fridge next to her. <laughs> that's how honey what do you i poor? will not not be rich okay <laughs> we're gonna do it once in our lives which yeah. means that you have to go to dubai with me you are dressing like a billionaires can you just start actually making that money <laughs> thank step you one. step one yeah Act, look, yeah if you can't fake it till you make it fake it till you make it so we we decide we can't stomach and we don't have the points to do first class so we're the next best thing and i will say this okay and we actually went on to Brian Kelly's website, The Points Guy, Mm -hmm. and read all up on it. So there is, obviously, first, it's called Delta One. By the way, Delta, we love you. We stand you. You are everything. Delta is the way to travel. So Delta One, a.k.a. first class, flatbeds. Then you've got Coach. Duh, we know Coach. With Comfort Plus, whatever, whatever. But then they have Delta Premium Select, which is kind of like a business class, but not as big as the business class seats used to be. It goes back a and little it, farther than, I guess, the coach. seat usually does. And then this, there's like a little footrest. It's like if business class and coach had a baby. Okay. It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. But honestly, it's not two shabs because we did, spoiler alert, fly it back. Um, it was fine. It was fine. It really was. But once you go first, but Overnight. Honey, and overnight, that's what we had. It's like, it's... So we're on our way to the airport. Yeah. And basically, I said to Tay, I wonder if we can upgrade to first class. Because it's like Tay's gold status with Delta. So I'm like, maybe there's a chance that we can like upgrade. And I said to Tay, and listen, I'm sharing the money amounts just to give you. Because like basically knowledge is information. What? No. Knowledge is power. That's what I meant to say. So I'm going to tell you money. Don't throw it back in my face and judge me. I'm just giving you guys the straight up facts. So I said to Tay, Let's go look. And Tay said, I actually looked earlier and they have a ton of Delta One. I said, okay. So she said, let's go look. And so she went on her app and because she's a gold status and because she used points, she, I said to her, if they're under a thousand, if they're a thousand dollars or under, we're doing it. And she said, okay. So she goes like this to me, they're $880. I go, get them, get them, get them, get them. So for me, then I go to my app and it says they're $3,600 still. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hell no. So we realize it's because she's gold and I'm a plebe. So, and, and for the record now, I will do anything I can to get like some sort of status on Delta. So he's just going to start flying ran- like random flights. Literally. Delta just to get a gold status. You know what? Who needs FedEx when you've got me on Delta <laughs> flights? <laughs> so, Send your packages to Tay. She will fly them wherever they need to go. So Tay calls Delta and she's like, what's up with this? And they were like, oh, it's because she's a plebe. And you are gold status. And so she's like, she is my wife. Can I at all get her my rate 
for her and she'll just pay it. And they were like, ah, let's work it through. So finally they we negotiate and they say, we can give it to you for $1,100. I said, you know what? That's $100 of what I said. Do it. So we do it. 1A. I buy 1A. We're in, and we're next to each other too. Well, there's 1B available now. Now there's 1B available. Because we booked them separately because we're dopes. Take it from here. Lightning speed. Oh, okay. So I'm on the phone with her. She's like, God, it looks like yours is 3000 on my end. I'm like, it looks like it's 880 on my side. Long story short, she's like trying to get me through to her boss who could like, who could do it for me because my app's not working. And she also said that because you use points, you can't, you have to purchase it. On but, the app. Right. But she was like, I can't put the information. I can't override the system. The only person can do it is my manager. Right. Oh my God, Karen, you asked to speak to the manager. I, I didn't. She said this person can help. But and, it's an hour wait. And we were, we, at this point, we're like eight minutes away from the airport. And I was like. And I was panicking. And thank God I was now on the she's phone. in first class. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't want to be there without you. But like, totally I will be. But like, I would have felt like a shit bag. And then I'm like, oh my God, on the app, it shows that 1B is taken. She's like, no, 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 I'm holding it for she you. She was hovering over it. No she was hovering it. it. Right. So anyway. It's like silent for 10 minutes and she's clicking around, clicking, clicking, and all of a sudden she goes, we're three, I can see on the app, three, three minutes. minutes from the airport. And you know, once you get there, you're like in it. I can't be like on the phone. And, and so she, it's silent. And she goes, okay, Miss Donahue, have a great flight. I'm like, uh, what, what do you mean? And Tay was like, do you need my credit card information? I was like, she's like, you're all set uh, in one B. I was like, but you need my credit card. She goes, nope, you're all set. Happy Just Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Ah! So... And then I gave myself up. I go, well, it's kind of my honeymoon. So... <laughs> So we're like celebrating. And meanwhile, I'm like, our flights are free. Our flights are free. And, <laughs> and then I'm Uber, like, wait a second. Our Uber driver's like clapping. He's cheering for us. So it felt like it was free for me too. But the truth of the matter is, Tay's fight to and from Rome, first class on the first was, leg, was literally free. free. She used points and got the basically upgrade for nothing. Mine... <laughs> I did not use points and did paid for everything. So man, that's like that's like some psychology. Like, but it still felt like a win, you know. It was a win. It was. If you and break so, it down between the two of us. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's yeah. So um, we get to the Delta Lounge and we're like giddy beyond. Can I just give now a quick, we're excited for the flight? Can I just give a quick tip? Yeah. That Paul Kane told me your friend, yes. your good friend Paul, Paul Kane. Paul. He showed me an app last night where you can put in your exact flight number, and it it shows you every seat. And people break down every seat. They're like, in 7A, the AC is broken. <gasps> in 2B, the TV's broken. Do you want me to give you the name of it? Yes, that I would was be incredible. It. It's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's called Seat Alerts. Okay. And it literally, wow. every single plane, it breaks down like the seat's broken. This one has like a nasty stain. <gasps> like this is, the, these are like the three best seats. Oh God, I could have used, used that for my spirit flight to Hannah's bachelorette party. I looked at it. It was like, this one smells because it's near the bathroom. I would have gone and said, this is the worst fucking seat in, in the history of planes in the entire world of our lives. Do anyway, not sit in the seat. You're welcome. Seat alert. So anyway, it was, it was glorious. Hey, okay. So I have flown first class, not a ton, but enough to like know the experience. You went in like blind, like you've never. So what was it like? Oh, I only didn't like that. We weren't like, couldn't touch each other. They want to break down the barrier. I wanted but you to like, understand, honey. Sometimes people are like they're don't strangers. Know each other. Yes, I thought it was gonna be like like a like a middle board that you could just like pick up and, and have sex, just snuggle. <laughs> anyway, I was shocked that there was enough room for me. Barely. I don't know how Brian Kelly is in any first class. I know he's so tall. Um, but it was amazing. 
It, it was really amazing. was amazing. They give you Prosecco and champagne and they serve, they give you silverware, actual oh. silverware. Oh my God, we got to our seats and we like hadn't even sat down and the lady comes over. She's like, would you ladies like some Prosecco? We were oh, like, oh yes, honey. This what? is how I need to live. I think we had four before we took off. Once you go first, you can't go back. It's really fucking dangerous because we absolutely cannot afford to fly first. I want to be no. incredibly clear on that. Um, but this was like, you know, we really wanted to treat this like, yes, it's Stassi and Bo's wedding, but we were also very clear on that. It was like honeymoon vibes. A mini moon. Yeah. And Stassi and Bo could not have been cooler about it. So anyway, so we're on the plane and like we're thriving in first class. And then I hear, so, okay. I turned around to do something and I thought I saw, I saw this really pretty blonde girl. And I'm like, is that Leah McSweeney from The Real Housewives of New York? I don't know her, but like I know of her and we have some mutual friends. So I turn around and you like when you know when someone, you know somebody and they know you. Mm-hmm. So we had that. And then I turned back around. You made forward. eye contact? Yes. And I was like, do I know Leah McSweeney? And then I, and then I was like, do I need to turn around and get and say like, hi, Leah? Because I was like, she looked at me like she knew me and now I'm confused. So I turn around again to look. And when I turn around again, we like make eye contact again. And then I turn forward again. And I'm like, creep. Is that Leah McSweeney? And like, am I crazy? And then I hear Taylor, Taylor Strecker. So I turn around being like, Leah? <laughs> and Is it you? It's not, Leah. But it's a beautiful blonde woman. But she was like, oh my God, I like am Three such rows a, back. Three rows back in first class. And she's mm-hmm. like, I am such a fan. I'm like obsessed with your podcast. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. So we're like talking over everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just like exactly what I needed to be like. Thank God we were a cut of a song. You What? Thank God we weren't in coach. It would have been so embarrassing. Uh, but here's the real tea. She wouldn't have even seen us if we were in coach because they literally separate you at the door. First you go class left, goes you left go right. and everybody else goes right. So um like it's serious. Howard Stearns goes how, to the right, exactly. everyone else goes to the left. But um it was it was a vibe. And like it just like it just okay, so like you know how our flight home from Memorial Day just kept getting worse? Like mm-hmm. delays, more delays, more kept delays. Getting better. Th- yeah. <laughs> this trip, it just kept getting better. It and did. so it was just like such the way to go into the wedding and everything. And I kind of feel like that about Hannah's bachelorette party too. Like it just, the second I got there, I was like, oh wait, this, j- actually that's not true. It got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And then it started getting better. But you just got to like really lean into those moments. Cause it's when travel is exceptional, it is the special. The pendulum swingeth. It has <gasps> to swing back. It has to. So um, it's a beautiful flight. Honestly, like let's go, let's loop around the world. Cause like I, I'm let's sleeping, go I'm let's eating, go I'm drinking. So we get out. Rome Airport is run down, but a dream. Quick, quick, all great. One, two, Got our luggage. It felt like a two-second flight. You slept, which has never happened before. Ever. Well, that's because I'm on first class. And so then we get to our hotel, which is Soho House. Mm. We're going to be real quick on this because, quite frankly, if you're not a member at the Soho House, this is a wasted conversation. And because you can stay at some Soho houses as like a hotel guest, but not as a member. But there are some houses that are member only even for staying in the Rome one happens to be that. So, because we tried to get Katie and Christina Kelly to like stay under us and we couldn't make it work. So, but if you are a member, go because, and get room, what is it? 68. Get room 68. Because I thought we were going to be in 69. And I, and it would have been small. And even though like weirdly you like that, with your frat boy humor. <laughs> I am so happy we were in 68. 68 was great. Full wraparound deck, like standalone bathtub, which I knew was going to happen because it's a Soho house, but like all the, the website didn't do it justice, but this was, it was massive. Because the website, it's one of those websites where all the pictures are drawings. 
So I said, no, I had it's said, not. Literally, yes, it is. Literally, maybe yeah. not the rules, but the 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 rooms, but the roof oh. is all literally hand drawn pictures. I was like, is there a yeah, pool? A, li- a little critical feedback, guys. Just put a real picture. Just put a real picture. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No illustrations. It makes us feel like it's under construction. A hundred percent. It was not. It was perfect. It was a dream, and I am so fucking happy we stayed there. The we food, were like oh. to die. But honestly, the food everybody everywhere is to die for. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by PhD Feminine Health. I have a vagina. You probably have a vagina if you're listening to this podcast. If you don't, penises, thank you for being here as well. But yes, to all my vagina listeners, for some reason, when it comes to feminine care, we get all squeamish and uncomfortable. And it's like, uh, excuse me, we have armpits. Yeah. And they get smelly and we buy deodorant and nobody's freaking out about that. So I don't know why we get all squirmish when it comes to our other body part, our vagina. So here's why I love PhD Feminine Health. They are reinventing holistic feminine care and wellness solutions that help millions of women feel confident and comfortable. So they've got fantastic products. PhD Feminine Health's Boric Acid Suppositories, okay? Their Boric Acid Suppositories are the number one best-selling, holistic, affordable, doctor-recommended solution for vaginal odor. Like I said, we're not going to get weird about vaginal odor, right? The best part, too, is that these suppositories, they're available at retailers nationwide. Also, they've got two new products, PhD Bork Acid Sensitive Foam Wash. It's the only Bork Acid Foam Wash on the market, and it's the only wash I'll put on my vagina, for real. And they also have their PhD Bork Acid Moisturizing Suppositories, which are a holistic solution for vaginal odor while moisturizing your vagina. And guess what? Guess what? We want our vaginas to be moist. Why? Because that's good. But if your vagina is not being moist, then PhD Feminine Care to the rescue. So PhD offers trustworthy feminine care products that actually work. And PhD is the number one doctor recommended brand of boric acid vaginal suppositories. They know what's up. And here's the thing. Boric acid is a natural component found in seawater and it's been recommended by doctors for decades as a safe holistic alternative. And like I mentioned, PhD offers a variety of holistic over-the-counter products, including their two new products, PhD Boric Acid Sensitive Foam Wash, my favorite. Uh, It's the only Boric Acid Foam Wash on the market. And their PhD Boric Acid Moisturizing Suppositories, which are a holistic solution for vaginal odor while moisturizing your vagina. Both are now available on Amazon and Target. So PhD believes that vaginal care is crucial to your overall well-being, and they're so right. So register now at phdfeminineheath.com slash win to receive a free summer gift basket, which contains cruelty-free deluxe size mm-hmm, beauty and lifestyle products, a retail value of over $100, plus a $500 Visa, a gift card. So to register for this, go to phdfeminineheath.com slash win. And also don't forget, you're going to get 20% off all their products right now. Just use my code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, Taylor. And again, go to P-H-D-F-E-M-I-N-I-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com to get the products and then slash win to register for this great gift. And now back to the podcast. Major win on the hotel room. Okay, so now do we want to do our recommendations for places that we went that people should also go? Yeah. Okay, so... 
Stassi and Bo stayed at and had their rehearsal dinner at Hotel Derussi. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And it is, I didn't know this, but apparently it's like, we're all like the mafioso go. It's kind of like the Ritz. The Ritz? No. It felt very Ritzy vibes. It was even like, like it felt very... Um, cooler. Cooler than the, the Ritz. It felt like the Beverly Hills Hotel of Rome. Yes. It, it felt like a, like a central... Yes. Like, this is where all the chicest people are. All the chicest people. So, the mafia, because fucking... I, I fucks with Tony Soprano. Are you kidding me? I love mafia. And then also stars stay there. So, we are on our way to the rehearsal dinner. We are all dressed up to the nines. And basically... We're walking through. Everybody's chic. Everybody's fabulous. They're having like, you know, like late lunches, early dinners, what have you. It's like six o'clock at night. It's still light out. And we walk in and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. You have on yellow dress? I have on yellow dress, which if I get one more fucking question on Instagram, link the dress. I did. You missed it. So I will say it here. The dress is ASOS. And it seems like they're selling out real fast. Why? Because I'm a great influencer. No, but why? Because the dress is fucking incredible. So if you like the dress, go to ASOS. Good luck finding it. But like, I think they're, I think it's getting sold out. So, but that's where my dress was from. So I'm feeling myself. You were wearing a dress you've worn a bunch of times before. It was a Diane von Furstenberg. It was but it's literally from. It's from Saks like 10, like years, 10 ago. years ago. So, so it's not even worth trying. Yeah. Um, so we're walking in. We're looking good. I mean, you look good in that DVF dress yeah girl yeah girl so legs for days so we walk in and i see somebody it's really funny when you see a celebrity especially like a big one because you like think you're seeing like your mom's best friend or like somebody in college like she's in her 70s so it's like somebody i've been looking at for my whole life right so we walk in but the thing is usually you recognize people but i saw her immediately also let's get real celebrities are beautiful she was also staring right at us celebrities are well because we looked beautiful but celebrities are attractive gorgeous people usually mm-hmm. they are usually very fit they're usually dressed very well because they're rich and very glowy celebrities glow so speaking of paul kane again he said that so paul has worked in like the entertainment industry forever and are you he gonna says, say who we saw or are you gonna wait Women to wait. Okay. Paul says that you can tell who a star is just by like meeting them because there's like a sparkle in their eye and there's almost like um you know how Jesus in all the like paintings has like um an aura a, a halo around him like mm-hmm. a light that follows him. Mm-hmm. He said celebrities kind of have that too. Yeah, today's like winking me right now, making your eyes glisten. You want to be a celebrity? Can you see it? Nope. You're right, lies. Okay, so we're walking in, and this person is just I can't not look at her, and it is I said to Tay. That's Candace Cameron. Candace Cameron Byrne. I'm like, oh, great. And then I look past you and I'm like, no, wait, it's not. That's Candace Bergen. It's Murphy Brown. Oh. Can't, the, the legend herself. I mean, it's, Gorgeous, it's glowing. Pride Wars Plaza owner. Oh, it's, Miss Congeniality. Yes. I mean, she's a book club. Oh, the list goes so on. anyway, we're dying. And it and she was looking right at us and smiled right at us. Right at us. But it turns out that we found out later on. So we go to the, the rehearsal center and we're like, oh, my God. And the planner's like, yeah, this is like a very celebrity heavy like location mm-hmm. so then schwartz is like oh my at god the, at the wedding speaking of celebrities yeah. guess who i saw and we're like who he's like oh it's uh he's like she's really famous i'm like okay a little bit more he's like she had like really cool glasses on and a hat and she's older i'm like diane, diane keaton. keaton and he's like yeah 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 so I'm now like, we're like dying so it, it turns out they're shooting book club too yeah 
Candace Bergen is in it. Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda. Oh, I guarantee they were all staying and there. And Jane, Jane Masterfield or whatever. And then is. also they oh. were shooting fucking uh, Fast and the Furious right by the Spanish Steps. Right there. Oh, and my Jason boyfriend. Momoa was there. We saw him the first time we were there. It was unbelievable. And then we heard that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde were there, but yeah. we missed all of them. Anyway, so Hotel Derussi is a must star-studded, oh. and there was also oh. some super famous guy. Oh, my God. Because we went back there um, after the wedding was over and everybody had kind of gone. We wanted to go back there for, like, a fancy dinner and just feel rich. And okay, so if anybody can figure this out, we just posted a behind-the-scenes video from yes. Rome. Yes, And there's a video of you at dinner at Hotel de Russie, and you're yes. talking about, oh, smoking a hookah because yeah. we had to go up there to, to yeah. sit there, whatever. Yeah. And there's a guy in the back right. Right over my shoulder. And four different people, one of them was a server, Asked to take pictures with him. Yeah. And I could not. And I usually know he's everyone's He's a European. Face. I'm going to say he's like a European pop star. I don't think so. Or European the, rapper. The girls he were with were British. Oh, really? But he didn't have a British accent. So I'm like so weird. You know how sometimes like Americans go over to different countries to play basketball? No, maybe he was he real that skinny. For like, no, maybe he did that for like music. Maybe he's big in England or some you shit. You should have seen the shit I was Googling to try to figure this we out. We could not figure out for Insane. the life of us. Um, but anyway, Please, yeah. please someone help. Hotel de Russie is a vibe. It is it. 100%. The Spanish Steps totally, sorry. The Spanish Steps are, they're fine. They're whatever. They're beautiful. All great restaurants around there. Um, great shopping if Tour, you want to be like. Super touristy, but. Well, not be, super. I feel like there's like, there's like and, and here's the thing too. We don't even have like specific, specific restaurants to recommend. We have one. One. But it, because it's like. Every, you can't get a bad restaurant. You can't get a bad one, even if you tried. You yeah. can't. Yeah. I mean, we got one bad one, but um, I, I blame it on the fresh pasta. Yeah. Words to the wise, don't be tricked by the fresh pasta. Right in the window. It tastes, it looks gorgeous and it feels like a vibe, but it's actually very doughy and ramen-esque. Like, I like ramen in my soup, but I don't like ramen when I'm having cacio pepe. Yeah, it was funky. That just that one spot. Yeah. So, um, but so Spanish Chef's great. Fucking Fe- Trevi Fountain, stupid. <laughs> just do just walk by. I guess if you can get through the crowds, it's just unbelievable. A, a drive by. People say go at two a.m. Okay. I mean, we were up, so we could have go at three a.m. I don't know how safe that is, but if you want that fountain all to yourself, do not go any time other. Then the middle of the night. Then when, when the sun's up, yeah. It's pretty, but it's so, it was just like, ugh. It gave me Times Square vibes. What about the Coliseum? Yeah, cool. Wow. For you to have that reaction means that it's fucking awesome. I'd say go. It's it worth the walk so around. It was so breathtaking. It, it actually took my breath away, not to sound cheesy, but I was like, it's amazing to see. And then when you're walking by it, it's just how big it is and you can see inside. Mm. Uh, okay. I mean, listen, the whole city is history. So for an, another um, recommendation, Harry's Bar. So we are big fans of Cipriani in our household. Love it in New York. There's like so many different locations in New York. And when I, I had heard about Harry's Bar and I thought it was affiliated with Cipriani because Ch- Cipriani is Harry Cipriani. And I know Venice was the first Cipriani and I think it's called Harry's. So I thought when we saw the one in Rome, I was like, oh my God, this is it. We asked them. There was a big language barrier for whatever reason at that restaurant. They didn't seem like... I looked it up. It doesn't... It's definitely famous, but it's not connected. No. But the food was fucking amazing. The food was great, but my favorite food. Wait, wait, wait. So that was that. But what I was going to say was sitting there, you're sitting right outside of the walls at Rome. 
So the thing with Rome is it's kind of like, think of Manhattan and then all the boroughs, right? Right. So it's like Manhattan proper, but then like Brooklyn's still Manhattan, as far as I'm concerned, so is Jersey City is still New York City. But like, I feel like there's other, there's offshoots. So we were staying kind of outside the walls, but like inside Rome proper. Like the metropolis. But there's of- this huge wall around it. And talk about history. You don't need to go to the goddamn Colosseum to see history. You're living in history. Whatever. So, like, Tay had to go over and, like, touch the wall to, like, touch all the lives that have touched the wall. <laughs> but uh, that was a great place to go. And then your favorite restaurant. So, I don't know how to say it, but it's Lilo and Ani or something. So, L-I-L-L-O and e. then E, like, and. And then A-N-I. A-N-I. And it's right, right across the street from the Vatican. Yep. And the pasta, gnocchi, oh, the cacio e pepe. So, we cacio e pepe every fucking where literally no joke but i have to say that this was hands down the best cacio e pepe we had and we had really good ones this was the best cacio e pepe we had and i knew it was gonna be good it's a, it's literally lower your expectations for decor it is a, it's hole, a cafe. hole in the wall yeah cafe it's got like i don't know maybe it can seat like 50 tables max no yeah. Um, well, th- if you go inside, also warning, there are no toilet seats on their bathrooms. Which no toilet seats anywhere. We the- can, well, sometimes there are, but you never know. It's really a crapshoot. So, yes, yeah, so if somebody can answer that question. I know. So, anyway, but it was like the most amazing Cachoe Pepe. We had a Cachoe Pepe, Aperol Spritzes, and then went to the Vatican. Um, and afterwards, we were like, we're hungry again. And we literally went back and got gnocchi and it was so stupid we also got like so good we also got this fried artichoke oh yeah oh take me back now and the staff is so nice we tipped them six american dollars you would have thought we gave them they were like i love you the holy grail it was unbelievable she was like cavelling over american dollars they're so beautiful i I was was like like, have you seen what a euro looks like i know it's like pink so anyway those are, I think, I think those are all the recommendations, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Hotel Arusi, Harry's Bar, and then Lilo and Nani, and and you don't have to go to the Vatican, but if you want to go to the Vatican, and you should. Listen, I in a perfect world, if I was the boss of the Vatican, if I was the Pope, I would say <laughs> these. The CEO. I'd say that these tours need to be 45 minutes okay because we got things to do we don't have all day there's a zillion people there whatever so but like i didn't have to look at like that big bowl in the middle of the room that i didn't need to i'd have at. to look at like the statues with like no arms and like fig leaves on the penis oh the globe outside i don't oh, need it yeah but okay i don't need i could have done with so much less but i will say i was so annoyed it's our last day and this is what we're fucking doing i want to go shopping you're gonna kill me i was so pissed it's like 90 degrees but thank god oh also if you go to the vatican you have to cover your knees and shoulders i do anyway because i hide but like it was it's it's just annoying it's annoying so we're in like a vip tour group but we still have like 20 people with us so it's called if you're gonna go it's called the maya tours if you're gonna go the only way you can go and not want to stab people okay is if you go through this tour company what again maya tours m-a-y-a tours maya tours roma.com okay and and um you have to get deborah deborah is a shining star I love her. We like followed her around like like baby ducks. She was incredible, so entertaining, and so like um 
progressive and liberal, and I wasn't expecting that from It was, it was the about the art. It wasn't necessarily about Catholicism. And, no, but she was like, it was like the real housewives and... of the Vatican. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, and this pope hated Michelangelo, and Michelangelo, he hates him. So in the upper corner, like, she was like, he basically, like, Shaded like, the pope, like gives him, like, the shoots him the bird, like, on the Sistine Chapel. It was unbelievable. Deborah, she, she's our Deborah, girl. Deborah, Deborah, love her to bits and pieces. So anyway, those are recommendations. Okay. I know we're going to keep this tight today. So real quick, we got to talk about, so rehearsal dinner, we're kicking it off in a magical way. Actually, that's a lie. We started off with a bachelor. You were on Bo's bachelor party. I was at Stassi's bachelorette party. Mm -hmm. So my bachelorette party, it was very saucy. It was just a dinner. It was very chill. And mine was just a dinner. Just a dinner. Very chill. Very chill. Went to a bar and then... Rob and Schwartz came back and watched basketball. It yeah. was very, very relaxed. Yeah, so I came home from the bachelorette party with Rob and Schwartz in my room watching basketball. Until like four. I mean, Schwartz and I were just outside. He was just, you know, being Schwartz. Yapping away. Yapping away. <laughs> um, but anyway, I love him. So it was good to spend some time with him. And then the rehearsal dinner we had, again, Hotel de Russi. The food was the best I've ever had in rehearsal. Like ever. <sighs> ever. And... um just so fun. 35 people, or I guess 33, because some people didn't make it. Right. Last minute. Read between the lines. You guys are smart enough to figure it out. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Best Fiends. Oh, okay. I'm not really what you would call a gamer, but I like to dabble in games here and there. And one of my favorite games to date is Best Fiends. I've been playing Best Fiends for a while now. I actually started a few years ago when I was on tour and there was just so much traveling, like (sighs) subways to then like Ubers to then airports to then Air Trans to then flying to then hotel. It was a lot of traveling, tour buses. And what I love about Best Fiends, not only is it a fun mobile app game and it's so fun, the characters are trans cute and the music is incredible beethoven could never quite frankly but yes it's fun they're constantly adding new levels and changing things up and so it's like it's challenging but it's not so challenging i want to smash my phone on the ground you know what i'm saying but aside from all that stuff once you download best fiends you can play anywhere even without internet connection and as somebody who rides the subway very frequently there is no wi-fi on the subway She's next on with you like your best friend, best fiends. I just wrote a song. So you can collect tons of fiends that get you powered up as you play more and more levels. And every win brings new challenges. And there's thousands of puzzles to play, so you'll never get bored. So what are you waiting for? Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. Trust me, you'll get there. It's so easy to get there. And don't forget, that's friends without the R, okay? So best fiends. And now back to the podcast. Yeah, I would just say I understand not going to a wedding, okay? this I, I just want to say a couple of things. I understand not going to a wedding. I get it. It's, it's a lot, especially with the baby. And it's expensive, you know? And it, traveling is hard. It's expensive. With a baby, it's difficult. I get all of these things. And listen, you can say no to a wedding. You're allowed. And if people get mad that you say no to a wedding, they're being the jerks, okay? But what you can't do is say yes, and then 12 hours before, make an excuse and say no. 
when it seems when like to other people, des- you've already decided that you are going to come a month out. Just, and listen, I used to be the kind of person that I would lead people on because I was too scared to say no. But what you do is you end up being the villain when you do that. So you're just better off just like being very upfront. Nobody's going to give you shit for being like, I can't travel with a baby. Nobody's going to give you shit for being like, I can't afford it. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying that like to make assumptions. Like I had a best friend from college who has to be a maid, uh, not maid of honor, but a bridesmaid in my first wedding. And not only did she say, I can't be a bridesmaid, she said, on top of that, I can't come because I have a new job and I don't have the vacation days. And quite frankly, I can't afford it. And I was like, girl, no harm, no foul. You will never get mad at people, but they have to say no because these, every, first of all, you pay for people ahead of time. So it's our, they've, now they've already been paid for. And then also you, you're taking spots, you're taking people. valuable spots that people could actually a month out, people could pivot and maybe come last minute. And it's already, I mean, this was already a small wedding. So it's like less people. It's going to, you know, you want to fill those few spots that you have. Exactly. It's, it's not just, like it was 200. Okay, whatever. It's just selfish is is, is what I want to say. And that's, that's all that. I have to say about, about that. that. Okay. Um, not played well. That's where we'll leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been ha- handled better. Way better. Okay. So um, the wedding was... Magical. Magical. Bo was worried. He said that... Um, it was going to feel like having a picnic at SoFi Stadium because it was such a huge venue, but it actually didn't feel like that. Um, I was so nervous for officiating. On a scale of 1 to 10, Tay, explain. It's hard for me to explain because... How nervous you were? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know yourself. So, like, you know that it's the same like uh, being on stage. It's like you're nervous, but then when it comes down to it, you know that you're going to be fine. Right. So I think it was the same kind of thing. But... I yes. knew that you didn't feel completely comfortable with the speech. And the night before the speech, you read it for after, a, after the rehearsal. After the rehearsal, made Katie, Katie and Christina, Christina Kelly came back, come back, came back, and you, they like we tore it apart. I mean, you guys, like we gave it, we gave it lipo, we gave it a boob job, we gave it a nose job. I mean, seriously, yeah. we gave we it gave, a brow lift, we gave it cool scope, cool, uh, cool, cool sculpting, and a wax, a facelift. It was unbelievable. Yeah, all the Botox. It was like it was like a Franken Franken ceremony for the best. So I thought, and then the next day, Lo was like, want me to print out your ceremony? I have it because you emailed it to me a while ago. And I said, yeah, no, that's not the one I changed it. And she was like, why would you change it? It was perfect. The night before, yeah. And I was like, I don't know, I panicked. And so she was like, oh my God. So now I'm like. Questioning yourself. Totally. And so I was trying to take in like the getting ready and like, you know, the going to the venue before and all that stuff. I was trying to take it in. But honestly, I was such a bitch and I was so checked out. I was panicking. And I, but I, I wonder if, was there a world in which I wouldn't have had that reaction on the day of the wedding? I like maybe I could have prepared more or whatever, but like, I don't think I could. I, I think that's just how I was going to be feeling no matter what. No matter what you were going to be, even if you didn't, didn't change it, you would be picking it apart and worrying no matter what. That, yeah. I think that that's what a lot of officiants do. Uh, and a lot of, um, even the wedding we were just at last weekend, it's like the brother of the bride who had to give a speech was like not drinking and all nervous. It's like, I, oh my God, giving some, before my sisters or at my sister's wedding, I was a maid were, of honor. You were I was a nervous I, wreck. I couldn't even have fun until after the speech. Yeah. It's a lot. So I don't know if, and, and I know it sounds crazy that I, the person who talks for a living, says this, but man, I get so nervous. Like even when we were on tour, Stassi and Bo and I, oh, before that first Boston show, we were like, our, our stomachs were not, we were like pacing and like drinking, but you don't want to drink too much because you're like, you're so nervous. You're going to like be slurring, slurring. and drunk and 
oh, it's like, but after a while on tour, you kind of get used to it. You get used to your routine, so you're, like, more comfortable with it. But it's, you know, it's the first time I've ever officiated. And it was just so important to me to make it as perfect as possible. But, like, sentimental, but also funny. And, like, I don't know, just, it's such a great honor but I do have to say, I got up there and I'm nervous and Bo gets next to me. Then Stassi walks down the aisle and I'm sitting between them. And I was like a little shaky in the beginning. And like, I had to like be like, talk slow. Katie, Katie and Christina Kelly were like, talk slow, talk slow, take your time. Like so slow. It almost feels uncomfortable. Lean into like the emotion of it all, mm-hmm. but deliver the jokes and be casual and be fun with them. And I said to them before we walked down the aisle, it's just us on tour. Like, play with me. Play with me. If I say something stupid, correct me. Like, all the things, you know? Like, it's just us. And we have such a special bond because we were on tour. And I know that's why I was picked, was because of that experience to officiate them. So, anyway, after like the first, it felt like forever, it was probably 35 seconds. I think I like was able to calm my legs and my shaking and my nerves. And just be like, this is the most special experience. You're, it really hit me when they were saying their vows and I'm like standing up there between them when they're saying their vows. Because you and I didn't say vows. Your sister officiated us and she was the leader the whole time. Right. But to get to stand between two people that you love on like this day when they're saying their vows to each other was... So special. I mean, it's... I can't describe the feeling. It's like euphoric. And you feel... If you, if I couldn't feel closer than I already do to them, like that, like that was on a whole new level. It's like, um, falling in love. Shh, honey, whatever, you, whatever you felt. I don't know. It was, just, it was just, it was, it was, oh, how about this? It wasn't falling in love, but it was overwhelming to be a part of. It was like having a threesome with Stassi and Bo. That's what it was like. <laughs> I was just waiting uh, until you got there. <laughs> Wow. So, um, yeah, it was, it honestly was an honor to be in a throuple <laughs> with them up there and a privilege. And I did fuck up the rings a little bit, but they literally could didn't. not have given a flying fuck about it. And they're, they were so great. And well, you did amazing. You yeah, were, you but were, for real, tell me. You you were incredible. First of all, you came out and you, everyone like gasped. Because like, I'm <gasps> so beautiful. You have this beautiful cape. You look so gorgeous. Um, no, you, you were amazing. I could tell there in like the, like you said, the first 30 seconds, you were a little nervous. You could how? I know you. Do you think everybody else could tell? No. What did I do? Then was, you, was I blinking a lot? No, probably. <laughs> no, but you were like, it was just slightly rushed, like in the very beginning. Right. But you did say to everybody like, please, no phones, da, da, da. And that was, it kind of helped you loosen up a little bit. Right. Exactly. Um, but you killed it. It was amazing. It was a perfect length, perfect speed. You were funny. You were sentimental, which I know is hard for you. So hard. I'm such a snarky um, bitch. It was amazing. And I know that they were so happy with it. So, and then afterwards we like went cause we had to bustle Stassi's dress and we like went and it was like, we were backstage at tour. It was so fun. So anyway, it was, awesome. it was it, so beautiful. It was just, you know, we're just so close to them. So to get to be there for this wedding and like, also like, how long it took to get to this wedding, like everything. It was just like, it was, it felt as special as our own wedding day. Okay. Oh, you disagree? Well, it really, it was so different than our wedding too. No, it did feel that it, I mean, just given where it was and, you know, being best friends with them and having Hartford there, how like special that was. Honestly, that's how everybody should do it. Have a, have a kid. Have a kid. Have the kid in the wedding. It's the best. I know. You know what Tay said to me yesterday? No, what I don't want to talk about it. Yesterday morning. Nope. I go upstairs to give you a kiss in the morning and you go, we should just have a kid. So I always have something to do. 
I was like, yeah, listen, it was after a long. Were you still sleeping? It was after the Memorial Day weekend. We had a really rough travel day back, okay? You're talking in your sleep. We had to work all Memorial Day. I was not in my right frame of mind, so I retract that statement. And I fell to my knees. I literally crumbled. Okay, anyway. Anyway, I'm checked out. (laughs) Talking to yourself. Have fun. (laughs) But, um, no, it really was like... And I also fell in love with Rome. I really went in kind of trepidatious about, am I going to like Rome or not? And to anybody who has any hesitation about Rome, Rome is the shit. Awesome. So anyway, it was amazing. So nice people. Such oh, nice people. The so, nicest people. Okay, so now what everybody wants to hear, outfits. So I, like I said, yellow dress was from ASOS. Every single thing else I wore was from Zara. Nope, not the green dress. The green dress is from Rent the Runway. Right. And I have no idea who it's by, but it's Rent the Runway. Yeah. Um, and my ceremony dress is by this designer named Talbot Ranouf. It's like a German designer. And Saks, Neiman Marcus, like um, Farfetch, it's designer. It's very expensive. But well, let me tell you this. It wasn't $4,000, though. That much, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, is that I was really pleasantly surprised because it gives stretch. So it's it, it's like it's actually comfortable and it's actually very forgiving. So if you're looking for a dress for a formal event, I cannot recommend this um, designer enough. And they do like a lot of capey type things, um, which is also Jenny Peckham does a lot of cape stuff and she's amazing. But like her shit's like $4,000, $6,000. So forget that. It was gorgeous. And then everything that I wore, I went on like a shopping spree yeah. at Banana Republic. Yep. And I've, I, have they always been amazing? I mean, I feel like they go they go in and out. It was kind of like, it's kind of like safari wear right now, which yeah. is now my new thing. Billionaire's vibes. I yeah. went from Aspen to a safari, all Banana Republic. And then my the wedding dress I wore, the gold one, was from Revolve, but it's the, the tag Bronx is- and Bronco or Bronco. Bronx and Banco. Oh, and Banco. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, according to Paige Sorbo, you were the best dressed. Well, what can I say? I'm so happy I spent five times the amount of money. No, I picked it out for you. Because I'm tacky. I'm done picking out outfits for you. (laughs) You look too good. That's not nice. I need need your help. Nope. I don't have the time. Then I need, then I'm, then I'm fine. You, I will be your stylist. If. And, and and everybody else on Instagram, apparently. If everyone unfollows me. I will be, no, no. I will be your stylist if you let me get lipo. N- literally no. I'd well, rather wear then, sweatpants everywhere. Well, then I guess you're wearing sweatpants. You're not getting lipo. Wedding. That's ridiculous. Come on. I want to feel about my, okay. You're going to have like funky lumps all over the place. Listen, th- what is this, 1972? It's different now. And also... Uh, Dolores and I talked about this, okay? Dolores from the Real Houses of New Jersey. She has had, like, mommy makeovers. She's had, like, her butt done. She, like, because, you know, like, we were always joking that I would be on the housewives. And I was like, but if I go on the housewives, I need to have lipo. And she was like, honey, I'll sit in my doctor. He's the best. But, like, you know what? Lipo. If you want to, no, no, you don't even get it. Skinny people should have no say in what curvy people get to do to their bodies. So, 
Okay, I'll just keep wearing sweatpants. Okay, perfect. Amazing. Um, okay, anyway, guys, that's it for us this week. Um, thank you guys so much for being here, and thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget what I always say. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It's like everything and more. And if you want to see a behind-the-scenes 20-minute video from 20 our room video. trip, it was yeah. an hour and five minutes when I put all the footage together. Yep. But uh, whittled it down to 20 minutes. Yep. That's, uh, that's on the Taylor Striker Show VIP tier. Yeah, so you so can watch that. Patreon.com slash the Taylor Striker Show. And it is subscription-based. But yeah, in order to see the video, you have to be a VIP tiered member. So, But uh, it's good, Tay. You outdid yourself. I know. I'm setting the bar too high for myself. I do think that we should do this month in June for the VIP tier. I really like... Remember how I did a... Um, Outfit I, hall. An outfit hall for Hannah's bachelorette party. That was so fun. I want to do that, but like in reverse for the outfits that we already wore in Italy. Because I feel like... Are things still available? Or is it like too Absolutely things are still available. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, we'll, 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 we'll figure that out. Anyway, guys, that's it for us this week. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Bye.